I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong. Where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. What's up, family? Isn't it always a beautiful day to be a Thursday? Of course it is. Or if it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when you're just catching this, all good too. So, you know, we have, I'm just going to put it this way, the Ashley Caprice with us today. Yes, I just said the Ashley Caprice because <laughs> y'all know that name sounds like a, ooh, who that? So you're about to find out who that be. But really, so glad to have her here with us because she's truly a woman who embodies, you know, support, support of women, support of Black women, you know, changing lives with teens out here. So I'm going to be quiet because, you know, I want to jump in and just let her do her thing. So hello, Ashley Caprice. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thank you so much for that fabulous introduction. I feel like somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I am somebody. somebody right? <laughs> and I remember telling you when I was like, oh, Ashley Caprice, that sounds like somebody famous. And then we uh-huh. talked about what you do. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So please tell, you know, the family, you know, again, like who you are and what you do. Okay, so I've uh, actually, Ashley Caprice, I've worked in radio for about 13 years, all on the West Coast, moved for my career to Sacramento, I've worked in Los Angeles, Riverside, and, you know, LA. So it's been a great, beautiful journey. And now I'm doing my own Go Girl podcast and have this wonderful Go Girl movement that I created after I left radio. So all about women empowerment and you know go girl has just been a brand that has haunted me for about 13 years and i finally executed and brought it to life with my own podcast well yeah i come from the radio industry so i'm used to broadcast i'm used to the ashley caprice name and that's actually my first and middle name so it happened to work out i said my parents did well with that <laughs> i just want to say job well done mom okay. and dad you know because it's not every day you get that name that just has that oomph to it you know thank you and yours definitely does so I, I definitely love that and again you just had so many things you left radio you started a podcast i'm sure there was a lot of learning there but what even you know, led you to want to just really do it. Like you said, 13 years of chasing you, but what was the moment that you were just like, I'm just going to do this. I need to. You know, honestly, when I I felt like reached the peak of my career, made a move to Sacramento, which is only six hours away from LA, but you know, I'm leaving home, leaving family. It was still a move. And I got there, I'm doing a morning show. And a part of me felt like, is this it? You know, like, I know there's more to this and I'm Mm. talking to my bosses and asking, you know, what can I do in the community? And I started connecting with different organizations, women empowerment organizations, like a woman's group up there, a woman's shelter up there. So women empowerment has always been instilled in me. And Mm. honestly, with radio, you get let go sometimes. So I was let go and totally okay. Budget cuts. And afterwards, I'm like, you know what? It was like a year until I realized, I think I'm supposed to do 
my own thing. Go girl, mm. you know, women empowerment. Now I'm going to bring to the forefront all the conversations that I've been begging to have on radio, but now I'm doing it on my own terms, my own time and talk to the women that I want to get to know more of, more about. And these women can also help other women as well. So it's a nice full circle moment, you know, just taking that leap of faith and just doing my own thing. And it's opened a lot of other doors as well. So I'm like, okay, I'm going on the right path. So it's just about trusting yourself, trusting that inner voice in your spirit and letting it lead you. But you definitely taking that path and following the way. Mm, I'm, I'm for that. I'm all for that. And I love how your life experiences informed your decision to create a space for others to do the same. Right. I think it's so important that we see people who are like us, if not, you know, exactly like us doing the things we want to do because we can then more easily believe in it and know that we'll be all right. There's, there's so much power in that. But even thinking about, you know, this, uh, this idea of empowerment, how were you able to stay empowered after having gotten laid off? Not one, not two, but three times. Girl, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was laid off a few times. You know, honestly, the very first layoff was very tough. And because this is, you know, Jen Lounge, I want to be honest, it was right after I graduated college. So I was mm. working in radio and I was doing street team work and I started shadowing like the music director in the morning show. I'm like, oh my goodness, once I graduate, everything's going to fall into place. And two weeks before graduation, the whole station was bought out by another company. Mm. So we were all laid off. I was honestly depressed for about six months because this is my first layoff. You know, my early 20s, just graduated college, thinking things are going on up and up and everything just fell to the bottom. So six months, my first layoff, I was very sad and heartbroken, not knowing what to do, but it always pays to be a great employee and a great person mm -hmm. no matter where you are. So my supervisor at the time, she put in a good word at another radio station and I started working there for some years until they had layoffs and then again another layoff right but like it really taught me to that first layoff and bouncing back taught me okay I can do it again you know if this happens again I'll be fine so now I just look at everything as it's just temporary this is just a space to learn more about either my skills or my character or make more connections or really go in a way that I really want to be in you know really join a station that I really want to work for or really do what I really want to do, which is now like the Go Girl podcast. So it's about just being resilient and knowing this is life. And we're, we all have our, our peaks and our valleys. We always will be up and down. And it's about celebrating no matter where you are and being content no matter what situation you're in. So if I'm at the bottom, I know that better days are coming. If I'm on the top, I know I got to stay humble, <laughs> right? And continue to do what I need to do and give back in some way so that, and, and stay grateful for those moments of being at the top because it is, it has its ebbs and flows. Mm, doesn't it though? And for you to mention just the idea of being resilient, especially being a first-gen college graduate, and you've done everything you were supposed to do according to the go to school, get your education, get your job, and yet life still threw you a few loops. Uh-huh. And you had to figure out how to navigate that. And there's this pressure, I would imagine, that comes from, yes, I'm first gen, 
But yes, I've also quote unquote made it, right? right. And my family's so proud of me. And then what happens when, oh my gosh, but you went to school and people are like, well, you the one went to school. Oh my gosh. Oh, I can imagine it had to be a lot. As a matter of, I mean, let's just, are you okay? Look, can we go there for a minute? Yeah, you know. Because I just want to hear like how you dealt with that, especially from the self-love and self-care and self-discovery. I'm sure all that had to come up too. Yeah, and, and it's tough because sometimes it's family that's mm. making those comments like, oh, you have the, the degree and, mm. and everything like that. And it's like, okay, but also I am the first to get the degree. I didn't know what came with that. I didn't mm. know that I would, I'm learning too, right? And I'm learning that, like Michael May says, everything is a hustle. Everything in life is still a hustle, no matter what. So I'm learning on my own, but don't, like these are my circumstances and so don't judge me for that but I'm still going to pick up and I'm still going to keep going but yeah you do hear those comments from people sometimes like well you're the one with the degree what you going to do now and, mm-hmm. and everything but it's about keep on moving on and also first one with the degree in deciding to go into entertainment which isn't easy for a black woman <laughs> either mm-hmm. especially for black women in radio it's not that many of us the numbers are growing which I'm proud of now but at the time, it was very slim out here in L.A. for Black women. So it's like, OK, I chose this degree. I am in entertainment. I'm the first graduate. It's just it was a lot of pressure on myself, but I still made it happen. And you just have to learn to quiet out the other noise. Like people are going to say what they want to say, but it's all about what you believe and how you feel. And as long as you don't give up and keep trying to point and listen and trust yourself, you'll be fine. Absolutely. And it's funny because we talked about this previously as well. The idea that I wanted to go on the radio mm-hmm. and then I was like, nah, not going to do that. <laughs> because there, I mean, there were just se- several things. I actually did my first radio interview when I was in high school. I played football in high school and gotten several press opportunities because of it. And radio was one and I fell in love with it. And it was like, oh my goodness, like the minute I walked into the studio, it was like I knew. So mm-hmm. I went to school, you know, majoring in mass comm with the focus and broadcast just so I could do radio because I was like, I'm going to be, you know, that person. But over the course of my life, it kind of kept showing up because I would do like, um, you know, sometimes radio do like freestyle battles in the morning. And mm-hmm. so I had this just creative edge. But kind of fast forwarding when it was time to go into the career, the, like the field itself, I was like, no, I don't want to. And the same thing, like you just said, I didn't see many black women, you know, didn't have mentors really beyond my institution. And it's not that I feel like I failed at it, but I also genuinely felt myself not feeling interested. And then I wasn't impressed with the pay. Right. And so <laughs> all those things. So we like to said, you're already black, you know, so this is really important thinking about navigating careers, just where you're going to go, what the industry looks like, how you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. It matters to do what you want to do and to enjoy it. But you know the struggle. So for yes. you to say that you made it makes me feel really excited for you. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh, you're so very welcome. And to know that you have found yourself on the other side and have so much wisdom to pour into these young women now, because the hardship with radio is they didn't tell us how much the Internet was going to take over. Right. (laughs) Ten years ago, like, Mm -hmm. oh, wait a minute. You don't have to worry about radio. It's going to be all streamed. And, you know, what what studio? So. Right. So, so much so with radio and then there's syndication now. So you might hear like there was one point I was on five stations at one time. Mm. So like grateful for that, but also I was kind of sad for the people who were in those markets, those local markets who could have made a name for themselves. And here I am recording from Sacramento 
into their hometown, right? So mm. syndication kind of took over and now we have podcasts, but radio will always be there because it's free, it's instant, you know, you get your news and everything. But what I love about your story is that although you did not continue on that path to radio, you're still broadcasting right now with your own podcast. Yes. So yes. that's no, yes. so it's like it, it still came back to you and now you're doing it your way. And thank you for that. And you know, when you said that earlier, I just wanted to like round of applause because nothing like having a podcast and still being able to, like you said, to do what you want to do, how you want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that's a, that's something to say about that. And to still bring all of my loves together, I tell people it wasn't until I stepped into entrepreneurship that I started using all of my degrees. And right. even, you know, to have this show, to think about doing interviews, it's just even having done this in high school, mm-hmm. it's bringing everything like full circle. So thank you for acknowledging that because to anybody who's even listening, who is wondering about their own career path, you can really make your own thing happen if you work for yourself. And yep. if you find, you know, not saying that you have to work for yourself full time, even if a side hustle, you can still find ways to dip into your passions and do things that you really enjoy. So similar to the both of us, we both have podcasts and we haven't lost the broadcast element, the connecting with people element, the using our voice to make a difference element. And that's something that I think is extremely beautiful. So thank you for pointing that out. I definitely appreciate you. Exactly. You're welcome. So all things considered, you know, radio broadcast, you black woman, common ladder, doing empowerment. There's so much you have done. And I know in all of that has come up you know, self-care and self-love and self-discovery. I mean, because you've authored, you've got a guide out there for women. Yes. So <laughs> would love to know about how these things have shown up in your life and how you like embrace them and are helping others to do the same. So, yes, I, it, it's a lot. <laughs> it, it's not really, honestly, it's not really a lot. It is, like I said, again, about trusting your voice. So when I was 20 years old, looking to really break into radio is the first time that I heard a whisper in my hmm. spirit that said, go girl. I didn't know what go girl meant. I'm just like, okay, go girl. Thank you. Like wherever that is. And it was in my spirit for 13 years. And Mm. so I got into radio at 20 (laughs) and during my radio career, I connected with other women, women's organizations. I'm at all the women's marches. I'm, you know, protesting for more women to be played on the radio because there's, there were times where I'm, at a station and for the whole hour we only play male artists so I'm like okay we need to play some women in there we need some more women on our our lineup so women empowerment was always a part of me and again like I said it wasn't until I got laid off that first my podcast was going to be music based but my spirit was like go girl it got louder and I started talking Mm. to people about go girl I'm like I don't know what go girl is I only talked to my sister about it through the years but it was at a point where I was so comfortable discussing Go Girl that I knew I had to do something with it. So I started with the podcast. I started, like you said, with the with the skills I already knew, my broadcast, you know, with audio editing and producing a show. I did all that in radio. So I can do this for myself. Started as a podcast. And the self-love element came because honestly, during that time, I left a toxic relationship. So I, I left a toxic relationship 
I got laid off because of the budget cuts and had to leave my luxury apartment all at the same time. Not the luxury apartment, Lord. Not the luxury apartment. Okay, I'm talking about five swimming pools with the gym, with the everything. Ooh, and no, you didn't. <laughs> it was three major things at once. It was pretty traumatic and a huge life transition. And after that, took a year to myself to figure out what the heck is going on. And during that time, I started on my my self-love journey. And I felt like I've always loved myself, but it's like, oh, well, th- if I tolerated some things, then there are some things I still need to work on for myself. Mm. So I went on my self-love journey and then the Go Girl podcast came out. And during this time, I felt compelled to write a book. So while doing a photo shoot to promote my podcast, I the photographer was saying, you know, you look like an author in this picture. Oh, I do look like an author, huh? Maybe I'll write a book one day. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm just throwing it out. I'm not thinking about it. Then like two months later, I post the picture on my social media. Like, what would you all title a book? You know, if I was to ever come out with one. Just still playing with the idea, but not really thinking I'm going to write a book. A few months later, my spirit is like guidebook, guidebook. In my my mind, my heart, my soul, guidebook, guidebook. I'm like, what is this guidebook? So one Friday night at 11 o'clock at night, girl, I'm watching Manifest, (laughs) the TV show, which is all about your calling and hearing these whispers. And the whisper of guidebook got so loud that that night at 11, I opened up my laptop and I just started writing. And Mm. I came up with my Go Girl Guidebook, a woman's interactive guide to self-love. And so I took everything I learned from, you know, my self-love journey and from my career journey and put it all in this book, just 10 chapters full of self-discovery, self-care tips where we have chapters about, you know, self-care, about self-love, about a guide to a healthy mindset, a guide to living out your dreams, a guide to being self-motivated, but also a guide to healing after heartbreak, a guide to money management, to physical health, a guide to spiritual health. So in 10 chapters, and I'm so proud of it, it's really, as you said, how am I giving back? This is all for women. This is all for Mm -hmm. young girls and older women alike. And we're all trying to love ourselves more, right? So we all need more self-love tips, self-care tips, self-discovery tips. So I put it all in this book and it's also available on Amazon. But I just pretty much took my life and felt like, okay, I needed these tips for myself and maybe this can help other women. So then it became it's like the Go Girl movement now, which is, is still, you know, it's still growing. I feel like this is my lifelong mission. So it's always going to grow. Still feel like I'm at the beginning stages of it all. But... I mean, I at least started, you yes. know, so, and that's the biggest step for me. At least starting, listening to my spirit and, and doing the book, doing the podcast, giving back to other women, really focusing on self-care and really doing my best to be a better woman for myself so that I can share with other women. Mm. And nothing in the world like sharing your story. I love how you gave us, you know, your truth and what it was. It wasn't that you were just thought that oh I can just you know blah 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 somebody else did it like no this is what I've been through I believe you when you've been through it yes <laughs> I believe you when you can say this is what I've overcome versus no I've never been through it but I'm gonna talk about it and I think that's what makes what you're doing so much more powerful thank you and so much more impactful you're so very welcome because it's the it's a lived experience and you're not speaking from anything that you don't know and so you got my attention with that one so for those of you who you know 
want to hear it from somebody who's been through it, lived through it, who knows it, who can relate. There it is. Thank you. Gosh, you're so, so, so welcome. So thinking about something else with your platform itself, because there are a lot of individuals who are thinking about entrepreneurship or starting some kind of brand or some kind of side hustle. If you could go back to the beginning, even if it's just with the podcast or having written the guide, is there anything that you would have done differently? Hmm. Honestly, no. <laughs> Every step brought me to this place. Now, there are times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I knew about Go Girl when I was 20. I would have just, you know, went full force with it at 20 years old and did my own thing. But because I took this other route on my radio journey, I learned everything that I needed to know so that I do have this Go Girl podcast. So, it's just knowing that everything in the end will make sense. Mm. So it's like, I, I can't regret going left or going right on my path. It's just trusting every single moment. And if I'm getting off course, just knowing, okay, I'm going to learn a lesson while I'm on this path, which I don't know at the time is the wrong course, but I'm going to learn something that'll help me when I do get back on track. And that would help me to continue to move forward with, with my dreams. Even if I started radio on air sooner, because I did go behind the scenes a lot with the production first and whatnot. But if I got on air sooner, I might not have been as humble as I am now, you know? <laughs> so it's like trusting that everything will make sense. So I, I don't have any regrets. There's nothing I would have done different. I talked to so many women and have so many mentors in my industries. So that's always helped. And just seeing their story and just seeing how they navigated different paths has also helped me because I aligned myself with these women, these women of color who gave back and shared their stories so that I know like, okay, if I do feel like I'm falling off, that I will find my way again. They did it. I can do it too. Mm. I love that you mentioned having mentors and having people to help you navigate the path. Because um, what I want to know as a follow-up to that is, is there anything any of them told you that really helped you continue to just go on and be encouraged in what you were doing? Any advice? Well, they are all about saying no and meaning it. Speaking, <laughs> you know, because as women, we don't. And really speaking up for yourself, I know one mentor, she's like, I'm a bitch. And I know I'm a bitch, but I'm a nice bitch. I'm I'm going to get paid. If someone comes to me for an opportunity and they want me to do something, I'm asking first, how much is it? Like, it's about knowing your worth, mm. knowing that we were all in a male-dominated industry, but knowing that we still have a voice and that voice matters. And we are here to connect with other other people and especially other women. It's about giving back to other women. So yes, they've mentored me, but I also mentor other young women. So it's about each one, teach one, right? Yeah. Like it's just nothing really on earth is for you so much. It's all about you learning something and you sharing it with someone else. We're here to serve others. So I felt like my mentors have definitely done that in a way where they will speak life into me when I feel down and they're repeat to me like okay this is temporary this is okay you know you'll bounce back and just having that soundboard has always been great just to have that support system for women who look like me who have done it mm. and and that I can do it too yes yes go girl go girl <laughs> that's, okay that's when it comes in go girl see yes. I see what you did yes 
but that it's a whole it's a movement it's a it's a, it's a whole vibe I'm just gonna give you that because as soon as you said it that's go girl like yes, no matter what you go you. girl so you're welcome go ahead and get those stickers made so I can you know slap it on something you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down mm-hmm. go girl just go girl every time you feel it put it in your journal go girl like you just yeah I love that Um, I love that your own positive affirmation for yourself uh-huh. right yep go girl go girl you know keychain go girl look you got a whole brand look it's, it's just do everything with it I can see the slippers for the house you know the robes just go whatever makes the that woman feel like a woman and just go out there and go get it because who's to tell you that you can't so listen I'm writing this down because what's funny is I do have merchandise on my website gogirlmovement.org and I have the t-shirts I have a mask I have fanny packs but I'm like okay let me go ahead and write these stickers and keychains and slippers down too you got it you yeah. got it thank you <laughs> you're welcome so we are come to the part of the conversation you know now to us like ah dang but I, I love your energy and you know those final words that I'd love to hear from you is you know what piece of advice or words of wisdom would you like to share with us really tune out the noise and trust your voice trust yourself there are going to be a lot of naysayers out there a lot of people tell you what you can and what you can't do a lot of people who think they know your vision and know what you're trying to do and you have to be like okay thank you for that and really just trust your own self like go girl would not have happened if i didn't trust myself this go girl guidebook would not have happened if i didn't trust myself you know knowing that okay this radio journey I I don't know. It's probably paused for a minute, but I'm trusting that something else is going to be great. You know, Go Girl is great. And and I'll be honest too. I actually have a job now (laughs) where I am a producer at a podcast network where the network is just a female host. So Mm. being on my own path and journey and trusting Go Girl and now aligning myself with a company that pretty much does the same exact thing. Everything I was doing for my own podcast, I'm now able to do for so many other women. It's just unbelievable to me. But it started with me trusting myself. So if that's like adding some self-care, like with me, meditation and journaling so that I'm really in tune with myself, do that. Find out more about yourself and what you need every day to make you really understand who you are and make sure you are going on that that journey. Make sure you're listening to yourself in your own voice. Tune out the noise. Well, I am grateful for that. And that's a whole word. Just going to leave it at that. You said it all. I don't need to add nothing. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I, I I know you're so very, so, I mean, so, so very, really, it's just beautiful to hear it, to, to see it, to even engage with it, to know that you exist, right? And what you're doing, because it's, it's healing to have this conversation laid out three times to where you are now living your dream. That's that'll preach. Yes. But goodness gracious. So just want to thank you for the time that you have spent with us sharing your story, your truth, being able to just be so vulnerable as well about what you've been through and how you again have been able to bounce back. Um to definitely encourage those who are just making sense of the journey themselves. Want to wish you well in everything, you know, that lies ahead and let you know that if you know if you need us over here at the first gen lounge, we got you, sis. We got you. In the meantime, go girl. 
go, girl. I received that. And thank you. And you go, girl, as well. Helping. Oh, other- yes, I will. <laughs> helping uh, like college students realize, you know, it's not that easy, but it can be done. And just, you know, being yourself and trusting your own vision and trusting your own path. So I, I love this this opportunity that you have to, to give back, honestly. Thank you. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate it. Well, until the next time, continue to be amazing and we will catch you 